0: everybody, and welcome back to Centered, Committed, Confident. I'm your co-host, Cody Rogers. I'm Regent Erickson.
1: And I'm Hannah Erickson.
0: And uh, just a little update on the audio you may be hearing here. It's going to sound <laughs> a little little different. Today's setup is another unique one for yeah. us. It's interesting. Uh, Regent and I are in the studio. Hannah is joining us via... Via? Via? I say via. Via, I- via FaceTime um, because baby Silas is being... A baby, yeah. so <laughs> being fussy, right? He said.
1: Yeah, he's a little sick.
2: Has a yeah. cold.
0: Yeah. So um, I'll be adjusting audio as we go, just to get her gained right. But otherwise, that just to give you a heads up as to why you might hear something different. Might I might not only just hear something different, but uh, if you tuned into the podcast, you're gonna notice something different about our look. We have yeah, a new logo, are. so designed by our graphic designer here at the church. It looks so good. Yeah, and yep. we have another logo as well that we can use for. Um, it, it has the same like C shapes to it, but it, it can be used for, you know, hats or, you know, whatever nice. else. But this is, that's the official logo of Centered Committed Confident now. It took me a minute to realize that the boxes that the words are in are actually C's. Yeah. You know, So all three of them are C's. So what'd you say, Hannah?
1: I loved it so much because you could see the C's and you could see all the words that it was in. It looks so good.
0: Yeah. I'm super excited about it. Obviously we changed the color of the background and everything we're working on. Make this a little more official, because I'm oh, yeah. starting to realize we have people that listen that don't come to our ministry as well. So <laughs> welcome to all of you. Um, all right. You saw by the the title of the podcast today, we are talking about uh, the beauty, um, and I'd say necessity, mm-hmm. of routine. And there's a few reasons why this topic uh, came up for me. Uh, one, in my C group, we have talked a little bit... Well, with one of the guys in my C group particularly, we've, we've begun talking about... Um, the benefits of a godly routine. And mm-hmm. I've noticed it in my life over the last 60 days. You know, I started a new one in September that's really helped. Um, and then take that and mix it with the fact that it's the holiday season. Oh, yeah. And it, it is the perfect time to fall out of routine pretty much mm-hmm. between traveling and Thanksgiving and Christmas and it, it getting darker outside. I mean, it's it's dark when I get up now, and it's dark when I get off work, so... There's plenty of reasons to fall out of routine, and I want this to be a gentle nudge and reminder that routine is beautiful. And if you have um, never considered having what I want to classify as a godly routine, then you're missing out. And I think you're probably missing out on a a lot of what the Lord could have for you, because it means most likely you are inconsistently meeting with the Lord then, because a routine establishes consistency in discipleship. Um, and, and so if you don't, if you lack that routine, you might have it sometimes, but you, you are consistently failing to meet the Lord on a, on a basis in which, um, he can, uh, impact you with his spirit and word and through prayer and, and all those things. So that's sort of my, my foundation. Um, why don't you guys tell me your thoughts when I text you, I think it was yesterday or the day before. And I was like, Hey, here's what
2: I'm thinking for the podcast. What, what were the thoughts that went through your mind right off the bat? The first thing I did was laughed. Um, <laughs> because literally the day before Hannah and I had been talking about how we don't have a routine right now and wanting to get back into one and like just how uncomfortable we feel without a routine and uh, as we mentioned earlier Silas is um sick um he's a pretty new baby so that's been the biggest influences to us getting out of a routine as we're figuring out life now as a family of three instead of a family of two um and I mean, that's hard, but that's gotten us out of a routine. And so, I mean, I, I've been in a routine before. I'm out of a routine right now. I I definitely feel the negative effects of not having a routine in terms of my relationship with the Lord. And yeah, and what, what, what would you add, Hannah?
1: Yeah, I would second everything that you said. I can feel... Um, and see the difference in my life right now not having a routine versus the times in my life where I have had a consistent routine of time in the Word and time with others and um, just all the things that make your relationship with the Lord so rich. Um, I can feel the lack um, and just the need for us to continue to um, kind of rearrange our schedules and reprioritize things um, to get back to a place where we are in a good rhythm Um, of all the things that help us grow in a relationship with the Lord.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Um, I also want to just talk about how old we probably sound to some of our listeners right now, talking about routine, right? Because I remember being in college, my routine was whatever my school said it was, right? Like Mm -hmm. there were my classes and that was my consistent routine and everything else around it, even when I got up to when I went to bed, just changed depending on the day, you know? A um,
1: very different college experience. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was marked out in color in my agenda every day, 15 minute intervals, yep. everything planned out. Very consistent routine.
2: That's good. Hannah's a
0: very type A personality. For any of you who know her, you totally understand that. But there are plenty of people that would look at you and be like, you're such an old person, right? Like even (laughs) even in school, you'd be like, all right, you're either just a perfectionist and that's negative in Mm -hmm. in connotation or you're old and that's also negative. And so I want to just go ahead and and push back on that thought real quick before we, we start talking about the development of a routine. And I want to say that routine is biblical, and, and I want to even mm. go further and make the point that it is, um, we are created in routine mm-hmm. and created to have routine, and that is the Lord's intention in our life. Um, bold claim, let me explain myself here. If you go all the way back to Genesis, Genesis chapters 1, 2, God is creating the earth, right? And I think most people can answer this, you know, how many days did the Lord spend creating? Six. Six, six, right? He spent six days creating, but then on the seventh day, he rested. <coughs> and really, we don't we don't have much further explanation on it for a while, right? It sort of says that. Um, and if that is all you read, that may not be enough for me to make my point. But as we continue on and God is laying out his relationship with his people and then begins to reveal to them through the law... Um, all that he is and all that they are, right? His expectations, his holiness, our lack of holiness. That's what the law exposes in us, right? Mm -hmm. The law shows us that we're not God. Um, Through that, we actually see that the Lord himself intends routine based on creation. And I take that out of Exodus 20, when it goes and gives us the 10 commandments and in those 10 commandments, There is a particular one. I believe it's the fourth one. I don't have my Bible open right now, but I believe it's the fourth one um, that essentially says uh, you will honor the Sabbath and you will keep it as holy. And that the Sabbath is that seventh day. And that is the Lord in the Ten Commandments commanding us to have at least that particular type of routine, right? Mm -hmm. That there would be six days in which we work and one day that we would rest and that we would repeat that week in and week out for the rest of our lives and for the the rest of our our relationship with him here on this earth. So I, I say routine is built into creation and it's built into our creation and God intends it in his holy law for there to be at least some form of routine, Uh,
2: anything to add to that or thoughts? I think that's so good. It kind of brings to mind, like some of the new Testament, like commands, like close yourself with humility, um, or put on righteousness. And these are very active things to be doing. And it kind of begs the question, is that a one-time thing or do you have to consistently do Mm. that? And then if you have to consistently do it, how do you actually build yourself with righteousness? Um, or the renewing of your
0: mind, right? Or the renewing like of your by mind. By the renewing yeah. of your mind, an active thing that is happening, not just by the fact that your mind is renewed, right? Yeah. There's, there's an active activity that happens in Scripture there about that.
2: Uh, and yeah. And with that, so then I would just argue that a routine is a way to do that very effectively. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hannah, anything to to add to my 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 base that I've laid so far?
1: No, I think that's so good.
0: All right. So not only is it built into creation there, I think there's assumptions in scripture um, and there's examples in scripture. Jesus has a routine, right? So we, we see time and time again that he retreats in prayer, that he goes away and goes into prayer. We, we see him do it even with the disciples there. We see him do it at night. We see him get up early in the morning and do it. We see him go away to a mountain and and pray. We know that he had some form of routine and and process in which he had something specific that he did. There's assumptions even in the commands that were given. So Jesus says, uh, when you pray, Mm -hmm. meaning that there is a, a routine about prayer in which you will come to it, not just once, but multiple times. He says, when you fast, meaning that there will be a certain, um, Routine and rhythm in life, in which you are abstaining from food or abstaining from something for for spiritual uh, value and spiritual focus. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples. We we see Isaiah or Isaac. Yeah, I think Isaac. We uh, Isaac. (laughs) Isaac. (laughs) We see at some point, like when um, his when when the guy um, the servant goes and finds the wife and comes back. Um, we see mm-hmm. he's out in the field meditating mm-hmm. um, is, is what's happening. I think he he meets the servant there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am so sorry if I'm wrong. I'm almost certain that I'm correct in that, but, uh, you know, I'm just talking right oh, now. Okay. No, that's good. Off the top of my head. But um, clearly he had a routine. And and then I would say in Psalm 1, right? Yeah. Blesses the man, right? Oh, and it, and, it, and it goes through several things and says who meditates on Uh, his delight is in the law of the Lord and on it, he meditates day and night. There is an assumed routine in there in which you are bringing yourself, if you want to be blessed, if you want to be called blessed by the Lord, you are bringing yourself to a routine in which you are focusing on the Lord's word, uh, Mm -hmm. on day and night. So that's more scriptural example. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is any more that we can add to that? You know, or do we think we're punching them enough in the, in the gut, like get a routine.
2: I think that's good. I mean, we've got Old Testament and New Testament, and yeah, I like it.
0: Good. Um, Hannah, you got anything to add to that? I know you're taking care of a baby too, so she's like trying yeah, no, to like. We're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I know. I'm
1: talking to about just like the Old Testament sacrificial system. Whenever we're kind of talking about this and just how. It was in the daily routine of the Jewish people to go to the temple and um, to go through all these different practices that were um, made to help maintain their relationship with the Lord, um, made to help them remember the work that he's done in their lives and so many other things. And that's just what a routine can do for us as well.
0: Yeah. And and that, you know, we were talking before I hit record also about just the fact that there's Jewish holidays and festivals that happen yearly in which Mm -hmm. they did certain things. Um, mm-hmm. And that they were, they lasted more than one day, right? There there's even a routine built into the celebration of God's people in relationship with God.
1: Yeah. And that's with Advent season for Christmas and mm-hmm. Easter and these things that we still keep in our lives to um, remember the work that God has done.
0: Yeah. The things that happen to actually take us out of routine half the time are the yeah. things that are in our yearly routines. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, for sure. and, and we also have traditions, and traditions come from <laughs> routines, you know? Um, all right. So I think we've laid enough of a, of an argument as to why routines are important. It's been 13 minutes. I'm going to spend the last of this little bit of time talking about our personal routines or maybe routines that we, um, or aspects of routines that have really impacted us. Maybe mm. that's the best way, you know, things that are transferable to anybody listening to this uh, also to just talk about um, maybe tips on how to, to set a great routine for the stage of life they might be in. Mm. Um, so, let I'll just open the floor before I sort of dive into anything I have what aspects of routines have been super helpful to you or things you've used to stay in routine or what do you miss most about being in routine that you just <laughs> yeah. just open the floor
1: yeah I think the biggest thing for me I' talked about like my color-coded planner in college um, is setting aside specific time um, that's consistent it's so like I was in the word um, in the mornings is the best time for me to get into God's Word. I worked in college ministry and church and meeting with people um, and discipleship relationships and these things that, um, that I knew were important in the rhythm of life that I wanted. And so I made sure that they were set in stone, um, that I would work the rest of my day around that. And so things that could be flexible, I would move around the parts of my routine um, that I knew were important to keep consistent.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, Just um, and going on that, that was sort of one of the things I was going to say when trying to establish a routine, right? So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have much of one that I that I desire or that I like, um i would say there are things in your day right now there are things in your life that you have committed that you have to do by a certain time right you mm-hmm. you if you go to school on you know monday wednesday friday and you are showered before your first class or or something like you have committed or your teeth are brushed whatever you have committed that at that time you were going to have that done and mm-hmm. and it will be done before you walk out of that door and uh, I would challenge you. Um, I'd say, is brushing your teeth more important than time with the Lord? Is is getting dressed, following a cultural norm, right of of looking a certain way, is appeasing the public eye? We're talking about like making sure your hair is done or making sure mm-hmm. that you know you look bathed. Like, is appeasing the public eye more important to you than getting in? The, the, in God's word on a daily basis and meeting with the creator. Like, mm-hmm. So that's, I had to ask myself that question oh, because yeah. my communication of my routine, what it was, I was communicating something different than I would have said, right? My, my actions were speaking far different than, than what I would have told you I cared about. So um, just a little, little more conviction oh, added yeah. to that, of course, but um, th- find that time in your day that doesn't change and yep. then add your word to that spot of that day and fight for it. And yes. So for me, my morning has to be the same, right? Kids have to get up at a certain time. Um, I have to leave for work at a certain time. But, um, you know, I have to take kids to daycare at a certain time. Lunches have to be made at a certain time. Mm-hmm. So those are guaranteed. So what I did is I carved a half hour out before that, you know, or 45 minutes out before that. And I will be up and I will meet with the Lord even if it's not as fruitful as I want it to be sometimes, yeah. because, um, I need to communicate to my family, to my wife and to the Lord that that time is important and that it is just as crucial as making sure my kids are fed. That's good. You know, cause I'm packing their lunches. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, yeah. So anyway, you got
2: anything else, Regent? Yeah, no, I think the key theme that both of you have hit on quite a bit here is in the word. Um, I think that, in In my opinion is one of the best things in part of your routine that you're establishing because we're talking about a routine uh to cultivate our relationship with the Lord, and I don't think there's going to be a routine without the word that is truly effective um and so getting in the word is ex- extremely vital in however you, you set up your routine and being in the word in the morning doesn't have to be the way that you do it. um I think all three of us are going to say that's the way we do it, it's the yep. way I strive to do it, it's the way we're gonna encourage you to do it because you start off your day with the words of God. Um, but in some capacity, I would say at the least, try to wake up and spend some time with the Lord, yep. whether it's in prayer or something like that. And one of the things I've found myself, especially as I got more tired in the mornings, I, I got more sleep in college as I could sleep in, had more time with classes like that. When I got into a situation with work, when I, I I was going to bed and getting up real early so I could get to work, I found myself tired in the morning and having a hard time being with the Lord. Um, and I actually had to adjust my, my schedule just slightly so that before I spent time in the word, I was doing something active, whether it was like a quick 10 minute workout or I don't know, it it, it depends on the time of the year too. Um, cause of the weather, cause I like being outside, but something to wake myself up so that my time with the Lord is good.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, I agree. You know, I think the morning is the best time now a couple years ago, I would have told you, nah, man, you can do it any time of the mm-hmm. day, you know, like where time in the word is time in the word. And that, that is true to an, to an extent. Um, there's a major difference between starting my day off with God mm-hmm. and ending my day with God. And I would make the argument, both, both are supposed to happen, yeah. right? Both are supposed to happen. Um, but maybe your schedule you know, relies around the fact that you are indeed going to bed around a certain time. Right. Like maybe the more consistent thing in your life is when you're going to bed
2: than when you're waking up. Yeah. Part of setting a routine can be making sure you're getting enough sleep so that you're waking up able to be with the Lord. Yeah. And so,
0: and so maybe your routine in the word is actually set around when you're going to bed. I will be in the word for a half hour before I fall asleep. Right. And I'm going to do it in the spot for me. It didn't work because I'm more tired. I'm less Mm -hmm. focused, right? The type of tired I am in the morning is a more focused tired than the type of tired I am at night. Mm-hmm. I um, agree and so i and then I encourage what regent said so what I do is um you know i I sort of have like I know I'm gonna pray and I use the echo app for that which we talked about in the episode the apps that made us so go back and listen to that I use the echo app in my prayer time I use a bible reading plan for my reading and uh, then I use a scripture memory um app called verses and if I'm too tired I will start in prayer right I will I will reverse the order and I will start in prayer and just start, dr- just drink my coffee, Yeah, drink my coffee. And I'm like, if I'm this tired, I'll pray longer, right? I'm not going to pray 10 minutes. I'm going to pray 20 minutes because I'm going to spend 20 minutes in prayer, praying for things and drinking coffee, letting that caffeine start hitting my system, yeah. waking myself up. And then I'm going to go to the word, you know? Um, so even it doesn't have to be like, I'm going to work out or I'm going to do this. Just change the order you do it. And maybe that's going to help
2: enough too. And I, and I think this is something worth saying too, is, the last thing like we want you to hear is that you need to set a rigid schedule of, I need to accomplish A, a B, and C <laughs> in this time frame. If I set an hour for my time in the Word and I don't do an hour, I failed and yeah, my routine's exactly. messed up and my relationship's messed up. That's yeah. not at all. It's just consistently in the morning, you're with the Lord. Um, at lunch, maybe you you go through a memory verse every day. That's what we're looking for, not necessarily... Agreed. And and we talked about that when we were doing Bible reading plans, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay to
0: skip a certain thing for a day and be like, you know what, I'm only going to read half of this plan this morning. Um, I heard this saying, and I'm sure it's a popular saying, I don't know why it was new to me, but um, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, mm-hmm. right? And And it's the idea is like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to take those shots. I'm going to show up and I'm going to, I'm going to be there because 15 minutes is a shot I've made versus the zero I was about to give it.
2: Yeah, seriously. And
0: and so, yeah, that's, that's been motivating to me as well. Um, And these are just motivations um, to be in routine for, I guess uh, we did it based on a conviction of you should be in routine, but let's Mm -hmm. talk about what are the actual benefits that come from routine? What are the, what are the blessings that come from it? because you know, I feel like I only laid a foundation of why you should want to and and i want to i want to give motivation for it as well so can we talk about that for a minute
1: yeah I think a big thing for me with that is that it is um a consistent way to be anchoring myself to the lord i think in the busyness of life i can easily get distracted with things but having these things carved um, out in my schedule, knowing that I'm going to be spending time with him in prayer and in the word. Um, the way that it anchors me to him, I'm going my perspective on the rest of the things I'm doing. Um, it helps align um, my soul, I guess you could say, so that when I have a fussy baby or when we have um, a hard day or something else, uh, my anchor is like in the one that can sustain me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that my mind has already been focused on the one who, um, yeah, it's just better than the rest of the things I have going on. And so it's a great way to be in constant remembrance um, of your priorities um, and the one that um, is a consistent thing in your life.
0: So if we can summarize that, it keeps you emotionally, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know if "stables" is the word. It gives you emotional endurance. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Spiritual endurance. Those are, those are blessings, right? Would you, would you say that's a fair summary summary of what you just said, Hannah?
1: Mm-hmm. And I think just like um, better perspective.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: On priorities and um, yeah, just like what is important.
2: Yeah. And it keeps your, your heart and your mind on the things of the Lord. Cause I mean, it I mean, it's all throughout scripture. We're very forgetful people and we don't have to be out of touch for very long before we start forgetting the beauty of the gospel, um, yeah. the sureness of the Lord, the refuge that he is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another benefit, you will grow in wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm reading through the Christmas story right now. It's Thursday when we're recording this, I'm about to preach the first Christmas message for college ministry. And you read right, you know, right at the end of, of Luke 2, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, right? And the boy mm-hmm. grew in wisdom and stature. Like Jesus... Did that, and it's and we see it's because he he asked questions, he went to teachings, he learned, um, he spent time in the temple, he grew up in the routine of the Jewish people, um, and and that is going to happen to us as well, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to school. Um, All of us go to school growing up, right? There is a routine to school in which you are coming back to something time and time again, and that is how Mm -hmm. you were learning it, right? You are making space to learn math or making space to learn science, and you're doing it on a weekly basis, and that's how you're growing in in understanding. Um, So it is with our spiritual life. You will grow in wisdom and understanding of the Lord, if you meet consistently with him. So that and that's something you should desire, right? That's mm-hmm. that's a blessing. It, you're gonna you're gonna be wiser, you're yeah. gonna have more knowledge, you're yeah. you're gonna be a better disciple simply because you instill a routine in which you're meeting with the Lord on a daily basis. Yeah. So there's some good benefits. Um
1: I think I also it feels like your passion for God and the things of God. Whenever you're continually going back to his word and, like you said, growing in the wisdom and knowledge of him, I think it makes you fall more in love with him and be mm-hmm. more passionate um, about the things that he's also passionate about.
0: Yeah. And that that right there is worth it. So if you're struggling with any of these things right now, if you're, if you're struggling with growing in your understanding of God, growing in your passion, if you're struggling with your spiritual and emotional endurance, um, maybe routine is the answer for you. Yeah. Give it a shot, you know? um and take that tip that we gave of find that time in your day that doesn't change and then add the word to it and and prayer right and 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 we haven't even been able to talk about the routine of adding not just daily routines but like monthly routines like what do you do at the beginning of the month that sets you up for the rest of the month what do you do at the beginning of the week that sets you up for the rest of the week what what is your fasting routine is that weekly or is it monthly or you know um spiritual routine, like even just going to church on a weekly basis, right? Like, yeah. like we haven't even been able to talk about those and we, and we, won't per se, <laughs> um, but we, we, you know, it's 25 minutes in let's quick shot. Are there any other tips we can give? If you're looking to start a routine, you don't know where to start. We, we started with identify a spot in, in your day yep. that you can add to it. What else, what else can we do here?
2: The uh, biggest thing I would say is be patient. Um, especially starting off with like a new routine, it's not going to be all, sunshine and roses to start off necessarily. Like it might be grind. It might be, you have to drag yourself out of bed or work hard to set your phone down and pick up your Bible. But I promise you that if you persevere and you put the time forward, it is going to benefit you. The Lord is going to meet you and it is going to be a great, great experience.
0: So grind it out. Put your phone across the room so you have to get up to grab it, right? Put a glass of water next to your bed so you drink a whole glass of water when you roll out of bed. It wakes you up, you know? Commit, you're not gonna look at your phone. Like, do not open social media until you've opened your Bible, right? Like, make that commitment. Like, those are all little things that you can do. Yeah. Um, I'd say create a space, you know? Like, find that spot in, in your dorm room, or maybe it's it's at a coffee shop, you know, if you, if you live in a house, maybe it's somewhere in your house. Create a space that you want to go to. Yeah. And that you desire. Like have things that you want to go to. Like buy a Bible that you want to open. And and for me, it's like I bought like some pens I wanted to use that are nice pens. I bought a ruler that I so I use a ruler to underline because I'm I'm just I'm weird. Um, <laughs> but like Spend a little extra on the things that are going to get you wanting to be in the Word, right? Buy a good coffee cup, maybe. Like, I have an Ember, you know, um, like one of those coffee mugs that keeps your coffee hot for you. And it's because as I'm reading the Bible and I'm slowly drinking coffee, it gets cold so fast. You know, I stay in my routine longer because my coffee stays warm, you know, yeah,
2: like, that's awesome.
0: You know, and if that's something that is going to get you more excited to be in that space, you know, have have your favorite blanket there, or have it be a comfy spot, you know, like, yeah. Um, so that like make the space desirable in which you're meeting with the Lord and, and be intentional, have a little bit of, of, of ritual about it, you know, um, ritual and routine go hand in hand, like get, get those together. Um, what else so rit- ritual routine be excited for the space um oh prepare yourself the night before right if you if you're meeting in the morning you know what i do i you make my coffee i have my, my automatic coffee pot ready but then i set out my bible i set out my ipad i set out my pens good idea already there on the table and so i have no excuse right yeah. like i literally roll out of bed and can go sit there and i'm ready to go and i like that so if you need to go ahead and set out the stuff so it's ready or maybe leave it there all the time. If you, if you have the blessing of having an office space or a desk that no yeah. one else touches, just leave it there.
2: I just had the idea for you iPhone users out there with this newest update, you can set specific focus times instead of just do not disturb. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't even know how to, like, if how possible this is, but I'm like, what if every morning after your alarm goes off, it then goes into a focus time where only like your Bible and the Echo app and the Verses app can be open, but nothing else is accessible until. Yep. I don't know, an hour or two after your, your awake.
0: That's good. Um, what other, is there any, you know, we're, we got about a minute left are there any other quick I fire? Think a
1: big thing is if you have, um, never been in a routine, you can ease into it. Like yes. don't jump into two hours in the Bible every morning. Yeah. Um, Set yeah, things that. are attainable and then also set a date where you want to increase that time or you increase that habit. Um, but don't forget to dive in head first. Um, so often you get overwhelmed and stop.
2: Yeah, and then have grace because we um, have a father who is always there, and you can always run back to. Yeah, and you know it, it goes back to like I don't pay attention to
0: time anymore, right? I'm like, I know I have to be done by a certain time, but I don't. I don't. So if I have to be done by seven, you know, I want to be there by six, but I'm not going to let myself get down if I'm there at six thirty. Yeah. Or if I'm there at six forty or six fifty, right? I, I'm going to take that shot.
2: But just but still be there from six fifty to seven. Yes, even exactly. if it's only ten minutes.
0: Exactly. Be intentional because you know what? I'll do better tomorrow. And at least I showed up to to take that shot again. Um because I'm I'm gonna be found faithful to to take the opportunity. Um because the Lord has been found faithful time and time again. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna show up, even if it's for five minutes, um, because I'll I'll get better. I will.
2: Um, and or at least I'll commit to. <laughs> yeah. And this so. is so good. I feel like motivated to go out and like start getting my routine back up and running.
0: Hopefully that's true for the listeners too, is um, you feel motivated to start a routine. We could talk forever. It's already been a half hour, so we're going to end it here, but um, we we could talk even more. And if you'd like us to go ahead and send an email in Um, and, uh, Oh, by the way, coffee wise, I've got, I've got little Starbucks um, email gift card things coming out. So if you're, if you've been wondering where your coffee is, it's on its way, I promise. Um, Anyway, you know, feel free to email us. If you want to hear more specifically about routines, you have a question, um, you know, we record these on a weekly basis and we post them the week we record them. So we can get back to you pretty quickly. So um, this podcast is what you guys want to make it. You can email me at Cody R at cdbible.org. You can find my information on the website. If you're interested in attending Quorum Deo College Thursday night gatherings, you can find that info on the website as well. We meet most Thursday nights at, in the Legacy Room at Quorum Deo Bible Church in Davenport, Iowa. It's been good. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking it out. We hope to hear from you soon. Um, Just know we love you. We're praying for you. And we'll see you next time.